0: to have a reading from the Bible now that John's going to speak on later. It's in the book of Acts and chapter 8 and we're going to read verses 26 to 40. You may want to look it up yourself or it'll be on the screen behind me uh, so you can follow it along there if you'd prefer. And uh, we've got here an account of someone else being baptised shortly after Jesus was on earth. Someone else was baptised and uh, John's going to use this story to help us understand what Beth's doing this evening. And the spirit said to Philip, go over and join this chariot. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading Isaiah the prophet and asked, do you understand what you're reading? And he said, how can I unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to come and sit with him. Now the passage of the scripture that he was reading was this, like a uh, a sheep he was led to the slaughter and like a lamb before its shearer is silent so he opens not his mouth. So looking forward to hearing a bit more about that story later. Well now we're going to pray, so let's bow our heads in prayer. Lord God, we thank you so much for the privilege of prayer. Lord, we thank you that because of Jesus, Lord, we can pray to you as our Father. And yet, Lord, you are the King of kings. Lord, I pray that we would have a sense of awe as we come before you tonight, and yet also a sense of closeness. Lord, you're a God of holiness, a God of perfection, a God of justice, and yet, Lord, you're also a God of compassion, a God of love, a God of faithfulness, and we thank you for that. And Lord, we want to thank you especially this evening for what you've done in Beth's life. Lord, we thank you for showing yourself to her, for teaching her, for changing her. Lord, we thank you that we have baptisms here this morning and we've got another one this evening. Lord, the first one we've ever had in an evening. Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, it's a special service. Lord, we thank you that you're working in the lives of young people as well as older people. Lord, we thank you that you give forgiveness. You give happiness You give peace. Lord, all these things are found in you. Lord, you give life. Lord, we thank you that Jesus said, I came to give life and give it to the full. Lord, we thank you that you are described as the good shepherd who cares for us as your sheep. And Lord, we pray that you'd care for Beth. Lord, we pray that you'd watch over her. Lord, we pray that you'd strengthen her and uphold her as she seeks to live for you. As she seeks to live out her new life in Jesus. Lord, I pray that you'd help her to hold on to your promises. Lord, I pray that you'd help her in a moment as she shares her testimony. Lord, thank you that she's willing to do that. Lord, we pray that you bless her as she does that and you bless us through her as she does that. And Lord, I pray that you'd help us as a church as well to support her in any way we can. Lord, we thank you that church is family. Lord, that through Jesus, Lord, we're brother and sisters together. And what a privilege that is. And Lord, I pray that we would support each other. Lord, that we as a church would support and help Beth. But Lord, ultimately, we thank you, Lord, that you have promised to bless her. You have promised to help her. You have promised to strengthen her. And we thank you for that. Lord, we thank you as well that just last week, Lord, we celebrated Easter. Lord, we remember Jesus dying on the cross on Good Friday, the fact that he died in our place for us, Lord, the love that he showed, the mercy and grace that he demonstrated towards us, taking the punishment we deserve so that we can have life, so that we can have freedom, so that we can have access into your presence. Lord, I pray that we would never move on from that. But Lord, we thank you as well that Jesus didn't stay dead. Lord, that last Sunday we celebrated Jesus rising again. Lord, the power of God at work. Lord, I thank you for that and for the hope that gives us. Lord, I thank you for the hope that gives us against death. Lord, the great enemy. Lord, that even death is no match for you. And so Lord, we come before you this evening and we praise you and we thank you. And we pray that you'd be with us this evening. Lord, be with us in all the, the little details. We pray that it would go smoothly. We pray that you'd help John, our pastor, as he speaks to us in this message. We pray that you'd bless him, help him to speak clearly. Lord, I pray that you'd help us to listen as well. Help us to understand. Help us to be willing to take in what you're saying to us. So, Lord, do be with us this evening, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're going to sing another song now. It's um, based on one of the most famous Bits of the Bible, many of you will have heard it. Psalm 23, the Lord's my shepherd. So when the music starts again, let's stand and sing. Now we come to the service that many of us are very much looking forward to. Beth, maybe not quite so much, but thank you. Are you happy to come up and share what God's been doing in your life and why you're following Jesus? So, thank you. Over to you.
1: Well, I didn't fall in, so I think we've made a good start. Um, I wasn't born into a Christian household, and I wasn't born to Christian parents. This journey started when I was in primary school and was asking my parents questions about what I was hearing in my school worships. I don't remember a lot from those early days. However, I do remember a very strong feeling that what I was hearing was true. And I never doubted that there was a God and I believed in Jesus. After being invited to a spring Bible weekend, we began coming to Forestfold weekly between the autumn and winter of 2011, while I was in year one. And I believed for most of my years at primary school that going to church was enough to go to heaven. I was yet to learn that wasn't the case. I came to my first camp in 2016 here at Forestfold. I had just left primary school and was nervous but very excited for my fresh start at secondary. This first camp was a challenge. I'm not an outdoor person and found the new experiences challenging, but I made new friends and had a positive response to the talks. I don't remember much of the talks on the first year, but I remember enjoying the fellowship and being surrounded by people who believed in God. The next camp I really remember was 2018. This camp we had a talk from Mark about the crucifixion, where he read a part of the doctor's account. I was struck by the pain that Jesus went through and the suffering he endured despite knowing I could reject that love. I prayed a lot that night asking repeatedly for Jesus to take away my sins and forgive me. I woke up the next day buzzing and truly believed I had been saved. This however didn't immediately carry with me as things very quickly slipped away when I started year nine. 2019 was the year I threw myself completely into school and pushed God and my experiences the summer before as far from me as I could. I became very anxious and was beginning to experience panic attacks. I didn't rely on God, but looking back I can see that God was there and carried me through those times despite my resistance. I started YPs that year and the early parts proved a challenge, the first YP holiday especially. A lot of fears I had pushed away from me resurfaced. My biggest fear was that I was going to die in the night and I didn't know if I was saved. This created a lot of sleep difficulties as I was petrified of this happening. I was, however, wrapped in care and support from the leaders who sat through many long chats with me working through this. The analogy I used was I felt like I was on a roundabout and I could see the exit to being a Christian and to having that life but I kept driving past it unable to make the turn. It was Amanda David who shared with me that God would not do anything until my work on earth was done and the verse she shared was Philippians 1 verse 6, being confident of this that he who begun a good work in you will bring it to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. I hadn't understood before that this was God's work in what I was experiencing and I was beginning to understand that I wasn't called by chance nor did I get lucky and find myself here but I was called by God and this was a part of his plan for me. It didn't cure the anxiety I felt but it was certainly a step in the right direction. Camp this year also provided many hurdles one being the realisation I'd made quite a mess in my head of what being a Christian really was. Thankfully, Mark managed to help with this one, as he said that baptism was the beginning of the journey and not the end. I was very deep into my own head, and I hadn't understood that baptism signifies the beginning of living as a Christian, and that this isn't the end of the story. Beginning of 2020, however, my anxiety increased more, and I had pushed God as far as I physically could despite all the lessons I had learned. My only care was school and GCSEs. To me, nothing else mattered unless I got good grades. We went into the first lockdown, March 2020, and I was focusing on the work I was being set. I had so much more time, and I knew I could have spent more time with God, and that there weren't really any excuses. I just didn't want to. I simply wanted to hide. I felt very broken, and that I couldn't come to God as the mess that I was, and that I had to figure it out, fix my mess, and then come to God, when really I, could have, I should have come to God sooner with the broken pieces. I knew he could fix them, I just lacked the faith and the trust to give myself over to him. Challenges of a new lockdown meant I was in the same place as before. Our GCSEs were cancelled in the new year, meaning everything I had worked on up until this point had been thrown out of the window. I had lost my main goal, and I still wasn't trusting that this was a part of God's plan. I muddled through the next five months, making it to the summer, where I eventually finished May 2021. A weight was lifted as I left an environment where so much anxiety was, and I was ready to leave after so much disruption. I began that summer getting much closer to God again, and was making small steps and putting my trust in him. Starting sixth form took some adjusting too, but I certainly felt more comfortable there. I still struggle with my anxiety, but we're learning to manage it. I began counselling through the sixth form spring 2022, and this period was very difficult. We lost a very close family member, but I felt very comforted in letting myself be carried by God. A difference with last year is gently God carried me and I began to pray more and after so long of being afraid, I saw a very loving saviour who still holds me now. The biggest example of this was the day we walked up a mountain in Wales, Penny Fan, and we were almost at the top when I looked out and saw the most incredible sight of hills and valleys. I was completely stunned by its beauty. I turned to Emily Appleton and said how incredible it is that the same God who made all of this made every single cell in my body, and yet I look in the mirror correcting my appearance as if the same God didn't make both. This realisation, I believe, was God taking the puzzle pieces in my hands and the broken pieces I couldn't make fit myself and displaying it to me. For a long time, when I look back, I see that God has remained the same, just as the Bible says, he is the same yesterday, today and forever. A very special reminder was given to me when I was saying goodbye to a friend, Rachel, who, while I was upset that she had to go, held my hands and told me that God is the biggest comforter of all. It was a significant reminder I needed then and continue to be reminded of now. Just to finish, I want to share one verse I've been told countless times, and is plastered in our kitchen, is I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, Philippians 4, verse 13. This verse is very helpful in reminding me it's not my own strength at all that carries me day to day, but it's Jesus and that future makes the and that truth makes the future much more manageable.
0: Thank you so much, Beth, for sharing that. Well done. And uh if you want to chat to Beth afterwards about some of those Things, particularly if you've got questions about uh, what she believes, what she's doing, I'm sure she'd be very happy to do that with you. Uh, we're going to sing a song now that she's chosen. It's her choice. Uh, it's called From the Squall of a Burrowed Stable. It's often a song that's sung at Christmas, but it's not a, a Christmas song as such. It's a song that talks about Jesus coming to earth, about his death, about his resurrection, and also his return. So we're going to sing that, and then after that, Uh, John, our pastor, is going to come and share a message with us.